The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Higher mortgage rates threaten to slam the brakes on cash-out refinance. Last year, with low interest rates and rising home prices, the cash-out refinance saw an increase in popularity. So what happens now? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director of the Mortgage News Network. And today I'm joined by Denny Cizak, a senior writer at LendingTree. Hi, Denny. Hi, Christine. So, Denny, what happens now uh, with cash-out refis? Well, so cash-out refinances this year, um, I think they're probably not as favorable a choice for consumers just because of how quickly rates have risen. Uh, obviously, a lot of homeowners are still sitting a lot a lot of home equity, but if they refinanced in the past couple of years and took advantage of the 25 to 3.5% rates we saw for, for a big part of 2020 and 2021, they may not feel super excited about replacing that rate with a new five and a half or so interest rate on a 30-year fixed right now. So I think cash out refinancing, there's still some benefits, but it's it's it, a lot of consumers may be reluctant to replace that rate uh, just to take out some extra equity. There's always going to be people, there's going to be a customer base that that still needs to do the cash out refi, um, you know, uh, situations. I recently went through a divorce and needed to do a cash out refi. And sure. luckily that got done. That got done when rates were around 4%. So it wasn't too yep. bad. But um, there there are reasons that that people have um, have things in their life that they need to do these. Well, sure. And so, I mean, I think definitely if you can... Uh, so if you've got a lot of credit card debt right now, those, those that credit card debt, the interest rates on that has risen substantially with all the Fed rate hikes. So if you can replace that high interest rate debt with even a 5% rate on a 30-year fixed loan for 30 years, you're spreading out that, that payment for a long time, but you're also getting rid of 25, 17%, 21% credit card rates. So there's still an advantage to using your equity to improve your financial position and even improve your credit score so that when you borrow in the future, if you've got a lot of revolving debt, your credit scores may have taken a big hit. So cash out refinance can help you clear that out and spread that payment out so that you got a little bit of a payment relief. So, so what happens if we hit a recession here? So I think if we hit a recession, um, as long as is the job market stays consistent, I, I think that you know we'll probably see a slowdown in the rate of appreciation in housing, and and the housing market should stay stable and maybe balance out or at least make it a little more affordable for some entry level buyers to come into the market or maybe for sellers to be able to sell their home and not have to, you know, spend their arm and a leg on a new home. So on the flip side of that is if if the job market isn't healthy, then it could be more problematic for the housing industry if large companies lay off a lot of jobs in a in a particular area and the the uh, homeowners that were relying on their income in those areas, they they can't make their payments and they foreclose. So 
that's probably the a worst case scenario. But so far, the job market has been pretty resilient as far as creating jobs. You're just not increasing pay. So don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. And so right now, people actually have a, a lot of equity in their homes. So this is kind of different than what happened in 2008. And you've been in the industry for a long time. So kind of yes. compare what's been happening here. Yeah. So I so I was during that that during that recession, the 2008 recession, that was really it really had to do with uh, bad loan products. Some in, in, that were being sold to consumers just who did, you couldn't afford. They, there was no um, ability to repay test for them. So loans were being made that really they couldn't afford. And then on the backside, Wall Street was taking those loans and selling them multiple times as if they were good loans. So a lot of regulation and regulatory oversight went into effect after that. And now cons- lenders have to make loans to consumers and prove that they have the ability to repay them. So that's where everything is different now. So the loans that have been made since that time, especially in the last couple of years, the consumers had to show that they could repay the loan and they had to verify and lenders had to verify their income, their employment, their assets and their credit. So they're held to higher standards. So the chances of a bubble like that, I don't there's no it's not going to happen because those kind of loans haven't been made in for the past decade. So. So who is a good candidate for a cash out refi versus a home equity line of credit? So I think the cash out refinance um, borrower is maybe not quite as strong in credit scores, maybe has a score below 700, um, isn't going to get the best rates that they could get on a home equity line or home equity line of credit. And and they need a little more flexibility to qualify. So FHA and and conventional loans offer cash out refinances up to 80% of the value of your home. So, um, but the credit scores can range from as 620 for a conventional loan down to 580 for FHA. So credit trouble borrowers can certainly take advantage of that. And then they can improve their situation by paying off a lot of revolving debt, replacing that high interest rate debt with, uh, with low, with, you know, a 5% mortgage rate that still makes some financial sense. And so who's a good candidate for a home equity line of credit? So the home equity line of credit is, I mean, it's basically a a credit card secured by your house. So it, it gives you the flexibility to use the money as you need it and to pay it off. Uh, as you as you need, so that's a good. I think it's a good product if for consumers who don't need the money, but they kind of want a, a little bit of a cushion and they want to have their equity to to provide a financial safety net. So, for example, if the consumer is self-employed, or they have a side gig and they need to buy inventory, and because of supply chain issues, the inventory is slow in coming. They use the ten thousand of a sixty thousand dollar line of credit to cover those inventory costs, and then they pay the whole thing off. And the nice thing about the line of credit is that the monthly payments are based on just what you charge. So rather than having a sixty thousand uh, dollar payment based on a sixty thousand dollar line of credit, if you just use ten, that's what your payment's based on. So that's I think that gives a lot, a lot of flexibility. If you know your overall financial situation is pretty secure, you have high credit scores, but cash every once in a while the cash situation cash flow gets tight. So I think that line of credit comes in handy and it becomes a good financial tool to bridge those gaps. Thanks, Denny, for your insight today. All right, you're welcome. We'll be right back with today's headlines after a word from our sponsor. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. 
Here are your headlines for today, August 16th. Builder confidence is sinking, and an economist for the National Association of Home Builders is calling it a housing recession. The organization released the results of its monthly survey of home builders, which found that builder confidence in the market for newly built single-family homes fell for the eighth straight month in August. In other news, Redfin is reporting that about 16% of home purchase agreements were called off in July, the highest rate in two years. Nationwide, roughly 63,000 home purchase agreements fell through in July. New U.S. home construction fell in July, too, by more than forecast to the slowest pace since early last year. New U.S. home construction fell in July by more than forecast to the slowest pace since early last year. Residential starts dropped 9.6% last month, and applications to build declined 1.3%. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Cotamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.